This is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro from Prism Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro. Welcome to the Wealth of Ohio show, where it's all about providing you with a new perspective on how to handle your wealth. And when we say wealth, we don't we want people to remember that we're not just talking about your money. We're talking about your lifestyle, your mental health, your physical health. All of these things play an important role. So the people of Ohio, we are here to help you with different information, different knowledge every week about what's going on in the world of finance, but what's also going on in the state of Ohio in different events. Uh, with me, as always, is my co-host, Tony Shore. I'm, I'm Robert Dodar, the founder of Prism Wealth Management. Uh, we do this radio show and podcast for a lot of reasons, but it's mainly because uh, we understand how difficult it is managing wealth these days. There's so many things going on in the world, uh, and life can be pretty frustrating after the, the pandemic, everything else that we've seen going on. Uh, how do we get back to a calm peace of mind where we can move forward, make decisions that are in our best interest, uh, and look forward to hopefully some better options as we move forward with uh, all the craziness in the world. But, you know, Tony, we, we've always talked about this and that, you know, we can't control what goes on in the world around us and everything outside of this country or even things that happen at the federal government. Uh, but we can control the things that happen in our life, you know, the things that we live by the day to day. And oftentimes that's where, you know, a lot of the, the, the important things happen right right yeah that's true well that's true uh mm -hmm. that is that is exactly right robert and first of all i want to thank you for having me on the show once again this is fun and i think you've got a great topic obviously this is on the top of everyone's minds uh mm -hmm. what's going on out there uh with the inflation and the cost of gas things like that so i can't wait to jump into that uh, what do you have for us? Well, so we are going to talk about the cost of gas, you know, and particularly with the increase in gas that we've seen, how much is that costing on average for the people of Ohio? Uh, we also want to talk a little bit this week about Social Security. Uh, there's a lot of people that get confused over the working penalties with Social Security, but also when Social Security becomes taxable. A lot of people don't even realize it can become taxable, but yes, your Social Security benefits can can be taxable. It just depends on a few factors that we're going to go over on the show today. So lots of great information. If you're listening to us on the radio, we really appreciate that. We also do this as a podcast and we save a little extra material for the podcast people out there, a little bit bonus clip every week that they get. Uh, and all you need to do, you can check out the podcast. It's on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We're on Amazon Music. So whatever, whatever way you like to listen and get your information, we want to be available for you there. Uh, so don't forget to check us out. You can also go to our website, myprismwealth.com, and there's a radio link there where you can check out the show anytime as well. So 
not lacking in options, but you think about gas, right, Tony? I mean, it's it's getting expensive. I mean, uh, the Russia-Ukraine thing definitely caused prices to spike. Uh, yet again, we've been told that this level of inflation on gas prices is transitory. Uh, I think we've we've heard that before, but uh, we have seen prices come down a little bit uh, in that time frame as well. We'll we'll see what the future holds as the conflict progresses. But what are these average? You know when it got me thinking about it, you know, as I was looking at, as really, as I was paying at the pump, I was like, you know, on average, how much is the Ohio, the average Ohioan paying more for gasoline out there? And so we went, you know, Joe and I, we did, did a little research uh, in the office just to kind of come up with some numbers and some resources. And Anytime we find articles online, uh, if you sign up to be on our email list, we always get an email every week with our show notes that includes some of the things we're talking about as well as the articles and the sources, so that way you know where we're getting our information from. Uh, when you call 330-804-0123, you can leave us a message if we're not available and just leave us your email address and your phone number so we can get back to you. We'll, we'll add you to the email list just to make sure we've got everything correct on you. Uh, but yeah, you'll get those weekly updates with all of our show notes as well. And usually I'll do a monthly market update just so people know what's going on in the investment world and how global events are impacting the market. But when you when you talk about gas prices in Ohio, so first off, we had to you know figure out you know how much gasoline do we purchase in the state of Ohio every year. Uh, so we found some great resources, and it's in the neighborhood of six billion gases oh. or gallons of gasoline in the state of Ohio that we consume every year wow. in the state on average. Wow, so, six billion a year. Six billion gallons of fuel are sold wow. every year in Ohio. Wow. Uh, and a lot of that is produced in Ohio, but that, not all of that is produced in Ohio. We have that's to import. just two tankfuls uh, in an RV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just one <laughs> or two, you know. So, um, but, you know, even then... How much have gas prices increased? So we found an article uh, that was from early March that basically said, as of there, gas prices are a dollar thirteen higher on average from last year to this year. So it's quite the jump in the price of gasoline. So we took that and said, all right, well, what's the population of Ohio? Uh, and it was about uh, 11,780,000 people in the state of Ohio. Uh, and when you do all the math, it basically breaks down to the average person is paying $575 more per year in gasoline in the state of Ohio. Now, that's every person. So even your little babies that aren't driving yet, uh, we're, we're counting them in here. So if you remove the the, the non-drivers, obviously, it's a lot higher per person. But that's, you know, 50, maybe $75 more per month on average that you're paying just for gasoline. And that's just for gasoline. That's not counting the increase. I mean, I think I went and tried to buy a pound of ground beef the other day and it's $13. Oh, I oh, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. I, I, I think as my financial advisor, I was going to ask you if, mm-hmm. if it was all right, if it was a good idea for me to take out a third mortgage on my house to fill up my gas tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, there, there's all kinds of fun memes online that you're seeing right now. It's like uh, gas a gallon, gas gallon of gasoline, hundred and forty dollars. You know, 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's 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 nuts when you think about the added costs on everything, and it puts pressure on retirees. I mean, everybody was excited. We got a 5.9% raise in our Social Security, but you know that money gets eaten up by Medicare. It gets eaten up by inflation to where you're really not that much better off than you were before. Uh, it's why saving for retirement is so important. Um, you know, I say money doesn't buy happiness, right? Right. Like, I mean, if you think more money is just going to lead to happiness for you, it'll it'll lead to some fun experiences. You know, I mean, some you may regret later, of course. But, <laughs> sure. Uh, you know, but it, it doesn't lead to happiness. Happiness is always a choice. Uh, what money leads to in retirement is choices. You have options available. And when things go wrong, uh, it's easier to correct course and get back on track. And that that provides comfort in retirement. I mean, it reduces the stress, right? Because when you stop working and you don't have income coming anymore, your mindset changes, your attitudes change at that time as well, too. So, you know, when you're looking at inflation and you're looking at all these extra price increases out there, uh, you've got to start arming yourself with information. Uh, You can't just, you know, make one plan, allocate your investments one way and leave it alone for the rest of your life. You know, for 20 years, inflation wasn't a problem. Now it's, it's a pretty big problem for everybody out there. So how should I be changing things? How should I be adapting my plan? Should I be spending money differently? What are things I can do to help save me money. And a lot of these questions are what we had in mind when we developed a clear retirement solution. So this is my process that I walk people through when they come meet with me in either my Worcester or Wadsworth office, where we start looking at what is your current path? Like if you just stay doing exactly what you're doing right now and you decide to retire three years from now, what does life look like? What options do you have? What are some potential red flags? And you know, what are the things that you've done well? Uh, We do all this as part of our complimentary process because we want people to understand where they are in terms of their readiness for retirement. Uh, But after that, obviously, we also do help people with investments. We help people with their insurance products, with their annuities. We're we're an independent firm that works with multiple companies uh, and to try and find the right solutions for the people that we work with. So if there's an opportunity there, we talk about it. But either way, you can come in and get your understanding, a good understanding of where you are in terms of your readiness for retirement. And we do not charge for that. We, we feel that if you're, if you've done the work to get organized and come see us uh, and, and genuinely are looking for help with your plans, we're going to do our part and help you. You know, that's, that's the one promise I can make to you right there uh, with it as best. Whatever we can do to help, we'll do to help and give you the advice that we can from there. Uh, and if it leads to us doing business, great. But if not, we'll at least do our best to help you and send you in the right direction. And all you need to do to start that process is give our office a call, 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. You can call to get a time together with me, or you can just get added to our email list so you can see the show notes. But uh, we want to give you information. We want to give you resources. That's why we share all the knowledge that we have. So, Getting back to this, right, Tony? I mean, you're, you're, you're talking about gas, inflation. You know, we mentioned Social Security going up. And in, in our se- we're, we're going to go to break here in a minute or two, so I'll save this for the next segment. But we definitely want to talk about Social Security because people get confused over when there are penalties on Social Security and when there are taxes on Social Security. But before we dive into all that, uh, I kind of wanted to do a little exercise where people just think a little bit about um, 
you know, as your expenses are increasing, right, we're seeing things become more and more expensive. This is where budgeting comes in handy, right? Like you have to go back and look and say, my my expenses are going up by this much. Has my income gone up? you know, as well to compensate for that difference. Uh, A lot of people out there, especially a lot of the retired community, they don't have a lot of debt and they can live very comfortably. So they don't look to take extra money out of their accounts more often than not, even when it's affordable for them to take the money out of the account. So knowing how much you can spend and, you know, realistically, if you needed to increase what you're withdrawing from your accounts, how that could impact you uh, is is just valuable information, right? Like, I mean, if I knew, you know what, I'm comfortable with where I'm at right now, but if I ever needed it, I could take an extra $750 a month from my investments without you know, putting a dent in my assets, right? Like still keeping my assets sustainable. Uh, That would be nice to know, right? Now, maybe it's only $200, maybe it's $2,000. Everybody's circumstances are going to be different in there. But knowing how much flexibility you have, should things get worse and you do need to withdraw extra money, this, this is some of the things you can be doing right now to prepare. I mean, the, the one good thing with the pandemic was, you know, they, they the government spent a lot of money, but at least they gave the people a lot of money in there as well, too. And a lot of people saved that money. Uh, and a lot of people used that money to pay off debts and were responsible with that money. So good for you if you were one of those people uh, out there. So it's left us with, okay, well, for a little while we can handle this inflation. But if this inflation is here to stay for multiple years, then you need to be building your plans right now. How do I adjust? How do I adopt adapt to things as you move forward? So this is also something we do with our clear retirement solution is look at your investments to see how diversified you are and see if there are any red flags or issues that we may want to adjust within the portfolio. So before we get back and start talking about Social Security, I want to remind everybody, uh, thank you for listening on the radio, but we also do the podcast here. The podcast is something that you can download from Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon Music. Uh, you can go to our website, myprismwealth.com anytime you want and get any version of the show that you want to listen to. But we're always here to provide you with resources. And again, that website is myprismwealth.com. But we'll be back in a moment with more of the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. When you think of a puzzle, what would you say is the most important piece? A corner? A side piece? I would argue that the most important piece of a puzzle is the picture on the box. And the same can be said for your retirement. Robert Dodaro from Prism Wealth Management would love to show you your retirement picture. For more information, call 330-804-0123 or visit his website at wealthofohio.com. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered through AEWM LLC. And welcome back to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with Robert Dodaro. And Robert, a great first segment. We talked a lot about what's going on with gas prices, especially how it's affecting people right here in Ohio. I mean, uh, it, it is crazy out there. The gas prices have gone nuts. I mean, they're already up about $20 a month on average. People are spending more uh, a month on gas than they were just last year. So mm-hmm. that's a lot. That's a big increase in a short amount of time. 
And there are many reasons people have given, and people are debating it on the internet as we speak, right? So <laughs> everyone's of, got their opinion these yep. days, right? Right? Yes. So, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's saying whose fault it is. Is it Putin's fault? Is it our fault? So, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, there's some truth. I think a little bit of truth in all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot, many reasons, but. Uh, it is important to understand uh, inflation and how to hedge against that. And I know that if our listeners out there uh, want to do that, you can help them get a plan in place that will help them deal with it, things that happen like this, inflation, market volatility. And I think that's the key here. Now, uh, what did you have for us in this segment? You mentioned Social Security. Yeah. So uh, recently I had a a client call me. Actually, I called them. So when the market started dropping, uh, I went through my my, my roster of clients and looked at all their accounts to see if anybody had money available that we could use to buy the dips with. Right. Uh, And one client I came across and said, you know, let me give them a call just to see where they're at. And I let them know they had some money available. And I said, before I do anything with this, uh, is there any reason you might need this money? You know, is there some withdrawal coming up or anything going on? And Uh, They replied back. They're like, you know, Robert, well, um, actually, we do kind of need the money. We got a letter from Social Security letting us know that uh, they paid us too much one year and uh, we're going to owe them around $15,000 back. And they're docking my Social Security right now to recompensate, you know, to compensate themselves for that. Um, And this happens. okay, people like when you take Social Security, if you're not careful, you can be penalized. But in this case, they were my clients and I, I know their circumstances. And I was immediately jaw dropped because there's absolutely no reason they should have owed that money to Social Security. So after they told me this, we stepped in and started helping them out and giving them advice. Uh, And they've contacted Social Security and contacted their former employer to get everything corrected so that that way they do not owe Social Security this money. Now, I can't promise that for anybody, you know, anybody who has a problem like this, you know, with it as well. But it's why when you have a plan and you're working with someone that helps guide you through these situations, it's, it's helpful when you have someone who can call who understands these things. So let's talk about penalties on Social Security. If you take Social Security early, meaning before your full retirement age, which full retirement age is anywhere up to age 67, it just depends on what year you were born. But if you look at your Social Security statement, it does tell you on there what age you reach full retirement. If you take it, you can take it as early as age 62. So for me, full retirement age is 67. Uh, Early retirement starts at 62. If I were to start taking Social Security at age 62 and I continue to work, they put penalties on me. Now, if I make more than $19,560 in the year 2022, for every $2 above that I make, they take $1 back off of my Social Security. And this is what Social Security accused my clients of. They said, you made too much money that year. So a couple more mistakes were made, one by his company, one by Social Security. But the company, uh, he was offered a severance package where he left the company a year earlier and they were still paying him through the year like his normal paycheck would be. So uh, when his paycheck, when his you know, severance pay stopped, he started his Social Security that following year. That was his plan. And a couple things to know in there. So one, 
Severance pay does not count towards the work penalty for Social Security. So, so right off the bat, none of that income should have ever counted. However, his payroll department messed up on his W-2 forms that year and uh, everything. But after talking to them, they were able to correct it and fix it. He he wasn't the only one who had this problem. Uh, but let's just say it was actual working income and you retire in August because there's a lot of people out there who aren't just planning on retiring in January, right, uh, with it. If you're retiring before full retirement age and starting Social Security and you work till, say, July, all right, when you take Social Security early, uh, they they count your entire year's worth of income towards that 19520 So if you made $50,000 at your job, retire in August and take Social Security for the last four months while you were making nothing, on day one, Social Security, when they look at it, they're going to look at it like you made $50,000, you owe penalties. This is why they assumed this gentleman owed penalties as well. Mm-hmm. However, if you find yourself, and this is something important to remember and very, very important, so I'll highlight it. There's a thing called the monthly earnings test, okay? Uh, you can have Social Security do that, in which case they will see that you did not make that money in the last month. So they'll go back and recalculate things. And, and I'm not going to say in every case it eliminates these penalties, but it, at least in most cases it reduces it pretty significantly. And in most cases it does eliminate them uh, as well too. So you have to know the rules. You have to know how to play the game. And if you got a sure. bill from Social Security for $15,000 in the mail, are you going to be able to explain and answer that away, right? Like that's that's what you have to deal with in here. And this is why having a wealth manager is so important because it's not just there about what stocks to buy or what portfolios to use and things like that. It's also about how to put the pieces together with Social Security, with Medicare, uh, with spending your plan, looking at tax efficient strategies in there. Uh, there's all kinds of things that go into planning retirement to build your self-confidence. And this is why we do the Clear Retirement Solution. It's there to help you go through the five key areas of retirement planning, income planning, investment planning, tax efficiency, healthcare, and legacy. Each one of these is important, and you deserve to know where you stand in relation to being ready for retire, retirement and tackling these issues. So if you'd like to start building your own complimentary clear retirement solution, all you need to do is call 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330 330- 804-0123. So talked about penalties. Okay. Now, just to be quick, the penalties change if you're in the year you turn full retirement age. Instead of $19,560 in full retirement age year, you can make $51,960 uh, on your on of working income. Uh, when you retire and draw Social Security the year you turn full retirement age. So there's a lot more flexibility that time than there is if you're trying to take Social Security early. But if you've taken Social Security early and you're still working, in a lot of ways, the taxes and penalties you pay for making more than $19,560 really make it to where there's not that much benefit for the time you're spending working. Uh, You're definitely not making minimum wage, most likely, (laughs) in there as well, too. But that is different from taxes. So when you're looking at the penalties, the only thing that is counted toward determining a penalty is if you're under full retirement age and you have working income. So pensions don't count, uh, gains off your investments 
payments don't count. You know, only thing that matters is, is it working income for the penalties? Taxes are always a different ballgame. So taxes, you're dealing with something called provisional income. And provisional income, the way they calculate this is add up all the income you have, whether it's pensions, uh, whether it's your uh, investment income, whether your rentals, you know, even the tax-free interest you get from municipal bonds, add that in there as well too. And add half of your social security. So not the Mm. full amount, but half of that amount. Okay. So you add everything up, take half your social security, add that in there as well. No deductions, no credits, nothing like that. They don't give you any love. Uh, If you're an individual in retirement and you're drawing social security, then if that number, your provisional income is above $25,000, up to half of your social security will now be counted as income that you owe taxes on wow. uh, with it as well. Uh, if you, I know a lot of people think that your social security isn't taxed or can't be taxed mm-hmm. because they look at that as a double tax. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not really because the ta- the first tax you paid, you paid to yourself is the way they right. look at it. That's so true. they're not they're not really treating it as a double taxation. If you if you looked at it objectively, uh, sure. you could count it as a double tax because there's no guarantee you get all the money you put in back out of it. Right. Well, that's uh, true with it too, as well, yeah. too. Now, if you're a married couple, the number is 34000 before up to half of your benefit can be taxable. And it's not like once you cross this number, immediately half your Social Security becomes taxable. There's a, there's a phase in. Uh, but when your income as an individual starts getting above 34000 and uh, when it's as a married couple, it starts getting above uh sorry, 44,000 as well, then that's when you start uh, seeing up to 85% of your social security can be counted as taxable income. So this is where the traps come in. This is where the government tries to trick you. And we always save some bonus material for our podcast listeners out there. So, uh, you know, we're going to be, you know, wrapping up the radio show here in just a minute. But on the podcast, we're going to talk about why these penalties and these taxes and a lot of reasons why it makes sense to delay social security. And I know most people don't want to hear that. Most people like to get their benefits right away uh, with it as well. But there are some pretty clear reasons and some clear benefits to delaying. And maybe some of them apply to you. Maybe none of them apply to you, but you at least want to know what they are and if they apply to you, because if they apply to you and it makes sense to wait, it could save you a bunch of money and make you a bunch of money. So in a moment, we're going to wrap the radio show version up and we'll kick back over onto the podcast for everybody. But if you're interested in the podcast or you're interested in our show notes today, you have some options as well too. So we're on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Amazon Music. So you can download us anywhere there. You can go to our website, my prismwealth.com and check out the radio tab there and you can see any of our shows that we've done as well too and listen to them there Uh, but you want to have that information available you want to have it ready you know the the show is here to help you out uh, and give you some good solid information that hopefully you can use to put more money in your pocket that's really what we're aiming for here to help the people of Ohio out uh, as well but Uh, At the same point in time, uh, if you want, you can call our office, 330. 
804-123. You can leave us a message if we're not available uh, and get on our email list. Leave your name, your email address, and a phone number just so we can confirm things if we need to. Uh, But don't worry, we're not going to bug you. But uh, when you do, you get our show notes every week, which will share the resources that we use, where we get our information from, so you can see where we're drawing it from and uh, all that as well. But also the topics that we talk about, it gives you the chance to go back and listen again if you didn't catch something or needed to hear something again or what was provisional income again, Robert? Great. You can go back and rewind it and listen to it anytime you <laughs> yep. want, right? You know, it's, it's a good power of technology today. At least there's some benefits to it, right? So right. in any case, the, the we're here to help, you know, like I say, change your perspective on a few things. So for our podcast listeners coming up, we're going to talk about some reasons why it makes sense to delay taking Social Security. But for our radio listeners, it's about all the time we have for today. We want to thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, as always, you can contact our office, 330-804-0123. But that's about all the time we have today for the Wealth of Ohio show. We'll be back with more of the Wealth of Ohio podcast in just a moment. Thank you for listening to Wealth of Ohio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Robert Dodaro at Prism Wealth Management. Call 330-804-0123 or visit them online at wealthofohio.com. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Prism Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated companies. Prism Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Prism Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein, provided by third parties, have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Prism Wealth Management, LLC. This radio show is a paid placement. All right, and welcome back to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. This is the bonus segment for the podcast of this episode. And Robert, we're going to talk a little bit more about Social Security. We talked about how it can be taxed even up to 85% in the show. But uh, what else? You talked about filing strategies. A, A lot of people get this wrong, don't they? Yeah. So we've always broken it down that the name of the game you're playing with your wealth is, am I smarter than the federal government? Right. (laughs) Like that's that's how it always boils down to um, if you want to keep more money in your pocket and keep them from taking too much, uh, you've got to put some effort in. It's not easy. You know, most people on their face like, of course, those guys are idiots up in D.C. They don't know what they're doing. Of course, I'm smarter than them. Uh, You know, it's you know, sometimes, you know, lipstick on a pig. Right. You know. (laughs) But it's still, you know, in there, they they may want you to think something, but that doesn't mean that there's not something going on in the background. And I I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. Anytime the government passes legislation, there are winners and there are losers. Pure, plain and simple. Every bill they pass, everything they do. So you have to ask yourself, what are the steps that I need to take to make sure I'm on the winning side uh, of these things? What changes do I need to make in my plans and my portfolios? How I take Social Security? 
for example, is a great one of these uh, choices that most people have to wait. And most people, their attitude is right when they retire, they want to start Social Security right away. Okay, I'm retired. I don't need it. Um, We all know, we talked about this on the show just a little while ago about the penalties. If you're taking Social Security and still working, uh, there's penalties. So obviously, if you're still working and you're making more than $20,000 as an individual, yeah, delaying your Social Security absolutely makes sense. Like that's a that's a no brainer rule. We don't need to, you know, really go too deep on that one. But when you retire, you're like, well, I'm not making that income anymore. Even if I retire early, I could start my Social Security and get my benefit. Why would I want to wait? Right. That's that's the question I think most people ask. So there's a lot of things we try and put in perspective. And when we're when we're running our analysis on people, we do include a Social Security report that helps break some of this down for you uh, to help you understand the trade offs, because most people look at Social Security from the perspective. Well, if I take it at this age and I live this long, uh, if I wait one year, then I'm going to make this much more money over my life. Or you could possibly lose money, too, especially if you die early. Right. We all know this, too. How long do I have to live before I start making more money is the question most people people ask. And what I try and teach people, again, this is, it's all about a new perspective, a different perspective on these issues. Ignore all of that. You will never know the answer with any degree of certainty uh, on these questions, unless you've been diagnosed with a terminal illness and a doctor says you've got less than a year to live, right? Okay. Then, then, you know, or at least you have a high degree of confidence that, you know, but outside of that, you have to guess, am I going to live 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, right? Like how long am I going to live and be drawing off of this? And you can't play that game. You get caught in a trap where your head spins round and round if you do that. So we try and teach people to focus on the monthly benefit. You know what? If you grow your monthly benefit where every month now, instead of getting $1,500 a month, you're now getting $2,200 a month. Okay. That's something you can, you can plan around. That's something you can depend on. I know I have $2,200 a month and you may say, well, Robert, what if social security collapses? We've done, we've done plenty of shows on that in the past. You can check any of them out on our website. Uh, I'm not in the camp that social security will collapse. Uh, I'm happy to have that conversation again with anybody who wants to about why. Uh, But in in my opinion, I think social security is going to be fine moving forward. And there's lots of things the government can do to fix the situation uh, as, as silly as it seems right now. So, but if you know you have $2,200 a month coming in, so there's, there's in there, there's some logic to waiting. One, I know my benefit will go up by me waiting. I will get more money per month by waiting. So, um, that in and of itself is a benefit, simple, easy. Don't need to, you know, go too deep on that one. But here's the thing you also have to ask yourself is what about your spouse's benefit? In some cases, you making your benefit larger makes it to where your spouse's benefit is also going to be larger by waiting as well, too. So not only are you growing your benefit by waiting, but in a lot of cases, your spouse's benefit could be getting bigger. Your spouse is allowed to claim up to 50% of your Social Security benefit each year up until full retirement age. So the most they can claim is half of your full retirement age benefit uh, with there as well too. So um, in some cases, when you start your benefit, it means your spouse uh, will be starting their benefit as well too. So not only you know do you by you waiting in essence, you're increasing your odds that you'll be making more money and you're also increasing odds that they could be making more money. 
as well, too. So both of those, you know, uh, when you add that, most people, when they look at it, they're like, well, I know I'm going to make more money, but I don't know how long I'm going to live. Well, while you're living, not only are you going to make an extra $200 a month, but your wife is going to make an extra $100 a month or your husband is going to make an extra $100. So it's $300 a month by waiting. Oh, okay. All right. That's, that's a benefit, right? And it doesn't apply to everybody. You know, all all these things, you know, depends on your circumstances, but it's still something you'd like to know. Like if I knew me waiting was going to lead to me having $400 more per month that I could budget around. Okay. Well, that's, that's worth consideration, right? But it always comes back to, you know, do I have enough money to last that long? Like, can I retire at 65, live on my money for two years and not put too big of a dent in my assets while I'm waiting to take social security? So we'll talk about that in a moment, but the other thing to factor in here when you wait, you know, the third reason, you know, so not only could it increase your benefit, not only could it increase your spouse's benefit, but it can also increase your survivor benefit. You have to remember, one when one of you dies, if you are a married couple, if one of you dies, the lower benefit goes away and you get to keep the higher benefit. So in a lot of cases, we're talking with spouses about, okay, well, if you're that set on it, maybe you take now and you wait a couple of years just so we can build one benefit. And if you're in a married couple where your, your benefits are similar in size, a lot of times this is a strategy that makes sense, you know, when you go through and look at the numbers as well, too. So you want to understand that, you know, delaying can increase your benefit, can increase your spousal benefit can increase your survivor benefit on there. So at least we know if one of us dies, we have $2,200 a month coming in. Okay, again, we can plan around that. We can build around that uh, as well too. So those are those are three big things, but the biggest thing in my mind, Tony, is taxes. You know, I, I'm not a I'm not a fan of taxes very much out right. there. Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, is anyone out there a fan of taxes? But I, uh, you know, I, I you know me, I'm, I maybe maybe I'm a little bit arrogant in this regards, but I don't think there's many people that hate taxes out there more than I do. Right? That, you know, that like, may be true. Yes. You know, in there, and you know, to understand taxes, it's not like I'm a CPA or anything like that. Uh, I just you know do a lot of research. I talk to a lot of CPAs. I I, I look at my clients' taxes every year and net work with their CPAs as well, too, to figure out different strategies and coordinate these things. So that way we're, we're doing right uh, by our clients. But through that, you pick up a few things. And in a lot of cases, uh, we have this great tax software. So whenever we do a clear retirement solution on someone, we also look at their taxes and uh, run some reports for them and look to see, um, you know, what sort of options they have. Like, should they be doing a Roth conversion this year and how much could they convert without doing too much damage to themselves? Uh, if they take Social Security, now remember, we talked in the on the show about uh, when Social Security becomes taxable. So what ends up happening is, and especially right now, um, if you're a married couple and your household income is less than, say, $105,000, you're in the 12% bracket, okay? So every dollar you're putting into your 401k or IRA, traditional IRA, is saving you 12 cents on every dollar you put in. So when you retire, the goal is to spend it at the same rate or a lower rate. 
And again, in retirement, if you're married, you could be making up to $105,000 approximately uh, and staying in the 12% tax bracket. So a lot of wiggle room in retirement and people think, well, that's easy. I could stay below the 12% number. That shouldn't be a problem. I'm not working anymore, right? So here's what ends up happening is you retire, you start taking your social security, the money you've saved in your 401ks and everything, you start looking at spending some of that money too. We we saved it. We want to enjoy it. We want to have fun. So what ends up happening is as you're spending that money, uh, you're making it become taxable, but you're also making your social security become taxable to where Every dollar you're taking out of your 401k, you're paying taxes on that dollar, plus maybe one or two more dollars worth of social security. So now instead of paying, even though you're in the 12% bracket, every time you take a dollar out of your IRA, you're actually paying 18% or 20% in some cases, instead of the 12 that you think you are. What does that mean to you? Okay, so let's put this in perspective. If you put in and you like, let's just say uh, you're you're at the store and they're offering you 12% off, you know, in there as well, too. Uh, we're going to give you a 12% discount if you put it on layaway, uh, but it's subject to change. You know, the rates, you know, could change later. And when you spend it, instead of saving 12% or, you know, instead of paying that 12% back, you actually had to pay 18 percent back, right? Uh, With it as well. That means that a lot of the interest that you made, a lot of the growth that you made, and right now there's not a lot of growth in the market, you know, so if you don't grow your money, it just means that you made no money and you gave extra money away in the form of taxes back to the government. No one out there, I, I guarantee you, no one out there is saving their money just to make more money for the government and no money for themselves, Right. Like that's right. But if you're paying a higher rate in retirement than you are when you were saving, then that means it's exactly what it means. It means as you spend money, you're giving more away to the government and keeping less to the point where you could actually lose money in there as well. And that's not fair. That's not right. And it takes a while for people to understand these concepts and grasp these concepts. They have to see their own numbers. And that's why we use the software to kind of show them like, hey, this is this is a map of your income. You know, this for the next 10, 15,000 you need is actually going to be cheap. But everything from 15,000 to 22,000, you're not going to be at 12 percent. You're going to be at 27 percent on that money if you spend it, right? You got to know where these traps are and these booby traps that are laid around you all the time in retirement as you're spending your money. So delaying social security, you know, one, it increases your benefit. Two, it can increase your spousal benefit. Three, it can increase your survivor benefit. But four, it saves on taxes. How does it save on taxes, right? Well, Simple. If you delay Social Security for a year or two, it allows you to get more of your IRA money out at a lower tax rate. You can actually get out at those zero or 10 or 12% tax rate. So while you're spending your money cheaper uh, from your IRA, you're allowing your benefit to grow, your spousal benefit to possibly grow, and your widow's benefit to grow. But You need someone who can put all of this in a way where you can see it and start to understand it. And that's why we build the clear retirement solution on the people we meet with. You know, yeah, a social security report could tell you that if you wait till 67 to start claiming social security over your life, it's going to make you an extra hundred thousand dollars. Okay. If you live that long, 
All right. Doing a clear plan says, well, yeah, you'll make that extra money off Social Security, but it's going to cost you an extra $150,000 off of your investments to wait there. Even though you make 100 there, you lose 150 over here. It's not worth delaying in that situation, right, uh, with it. So you've got to be able to put the big picture into context. And anyone who meets with me knows that's what we do. We try and put the big picture where you can see it, understand it. Uh, we give you resources that you can use from home where you can go in and play around with it. And my staff is always available to help with questions along the way as well, too. So we're here to help arm you with knowledge and information. We're here for the people of Ohio on this podcast. So we hope that, you know, if you're thinking about taking Social Security before you make that decision, you know, give us a call 330-804-0123. We'll help you out. We'll go over and talk a little bit about strategies. Some questions I may not be able to answer right away. I need information in order to answer questions, right? You know, we've got, if I don't have the information then I don't have the answers, then I can't very well, uh, you know, tell you what you need to know about taking social security, but we can get together. We can answer some questions, go through and look at the numbers and start putting it in a, in the context of your clear retirement solution. So you can see, Yes, if you wait till the if your plan is to retire at this age, you should take Social Security at this age. And here's why. And here's the benefits that we see and the risks that we see uh, as fairly and open. That's why I call my company Prism Wealth Management. We believe in transparency. We believe in letting you see multiple angles of things as well, too, as you come and give you that perspective. So that way you can feel better about some of the decisions you're making as you enter retirement, get through retirement, and even beyond retirement when you go through there. So all you need to do if you want to start your clear retirement solution is give us a call 330-804-0123. That's about all the time we have for the podcast. And I just want to leave you with that thought. Be aware of what your options are and how those options can impact you. That will help build your confidence in retirement a lot more. And if you have any questions, we're always here to help you. But that's about all the time we have for the Wealth of Ohio podcast. Thanks for tuning in, as always, to all our lovely listeners out there. All right. Thanks, Robert. Mm -hmm.